Welcome back to another episode of Dress for Brain Spooky. <laughs> I don't know how spooky. I am your host with the most, Philip Kinney. And with me, as always, is the ghost of Stephen Wallowich. I'm not dead. You could be. <laughs> not yet. I'm dead inside. I'm dead inside. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I'm so dead inside. <laughs> like, what? How are you doing on this Friday Eve? Is it Friday? Yeah, it's Friday. Yeah, it's right Friday. Now. <laughs> it's Friday the twelfth. <laughs> is it the twelfth? I, I think don't so. Know. Yeah, it is. Well, spooky. Almost spooky. <laughs> it's so scary. I'm doing great. <laughs> a little tipsy now. Because we recorded an episode before this, so yes. we got this. And actually, we just did an episode on 1980s Maniac. And today's episode is about the Hookman. Two and two kind of go together a little bit. Okay, because I was going to say... A little lover's lane action going on. If you on. give me some other bullshit with children under 10 dying, I'm going to lose my shit. I've heard you guys. You're done with the dead children. Okay, I've got something else. Until dead, next episode. Dead teenagers. <laughs> next episode, yeah. So he ages it by six years. But next episode, we're probably going to go back to dead kids. I mean, hopefully. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's, it's not real. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> some of it's real. real. <laughs> okay, look. We didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't kill him, okay? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, don't God be God damn, y'all act like I fucking killed a bunch of kids or some shit. He does. <laughs> Every time he jerks off, he murders a lot of children. That's true. There's a lot of fucking dead spermies out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe shot all over. I'll be honest. Maybe zillions. They're shot all over Exxon bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I had to clean them up. Like, I just got to think about Exxon. I it made him classy. Like, what? <laughs> made it classy? Yeah. <laughs> you see Phil walking What would you rather have in the walls? Shit or sperm? That's all I'm saying. Put it like this. When Phil walks into a gas station bathroom with a little fucking Clorox... It's a bounty, the quilted quicker picker upper. You know it's about to go down. That's a fear for brains episode right yeah, there. Yeah, man. I want to live my little ghost all over the place. <laughs> like you're like, man, this house is haunted by Phil's fucking children that never made it. That's right. And you know what? There'd be a fucking bunch of fucking little dead kids running around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your kids will be like Casper either. Yeah, open that beer, son. Because Casper was a friendly ghost. And I think your kids will be walking around with switchblades. Did fucking Casper get hit by a car or some shit? I don't know how the fuck he died off the top of my head. Pretty sure he got hit by a car. I just think he was dead out the gate. <laughs> they had to have a backstory. He was an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't say that word. It's shmushmortion. I'm sorry. Shmushmortion. We don't want to offend anybody in 2021. <laughs> That's why he didn't really have any human features, really. They're all like smoothed out. Yeah, he was a, he was a fetus. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus. You are a horrible person. Oh, man. That's man. fucked up. I need, I need to keep him just on movies. I need to find a new co-host, so I'm accepting applications for new co-hosts for <laughs> Pure <Pyramid> Brains. Because <laughs> Phil just went to the dark side hard. Listen, the more you guys hate it, the more I'm going to enjoy it. So. This is fucked up. <laughs> this is like some Ron Jeremy sex tapes. <laughs> The more you hate it, girl, the more you're taking this fucking dick. Like, Steve, I'm a fucking edgelord, and I like to be dark, okay? <laughs> I say the most fucked up shit I can think of because I'm fucking crazy, okay? Are, in 2021, is there still motherfuckers out there to think they're edgelords? 
Uh, yeah, probably. Like, dude, calm it the fuck down. Yeah, this isn't the MySpace era, okay? Yeah. Calm fucking down. Like, dude, stop with your bullshit. Sounds like a fucking StarCraft hand, like handle. Yeah. You know, it sounds like some fucking WoW shit or something. <laughs> like, nothing against people to play that game. Edgelord69420. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, anybody that ever made a handle on any game, and nowadays, you know, like Xbox, PlayStation, whatever, it's like, if you had to put 69420 in it, <laughs> you shut the fuck oh, up, no, dude. We all do this. You're not shit. doing none of that shit. I feel like we all did that in some way, shape, or form. I can actually be honest. I never did that shit. I don't know. You have a pretty. You at one point had a pretty edge lordy name. What the voices talked to me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, and this is gonna be fun. Back and we're talking like 2000. I came up with this. The voices talked to me, <laughs> and it was just like whatever. But I made other screen names when I was on AOL and their chat rooms and shit. And I had one that said sexting. No, it was called smoking with the Pope. And I would go in like religious chat rooms and I would have half the people believing that I was like religious as shit. Yeah. And the other half like you're full of shit. But the people that believed that I was honest would fucking talk shit to the people that was like you're full of shit. And it was like they're just hilarious. Right, you little cult leader. Like I'd go in there just to like fuck with people. Like me and a, a friend of mine that you know, but I'm not going to say his name. We would go in chat rooms to try to piss everybody off to close the chat room down. And it nice. would work. It worked, but no, the reason I made oh my like, God, the fucking days of chat rooms, that name, the voices talked to me. I just came up with that name. Cause I was, just, I just thought it was funny. And then people would be like, don't let them lie to you. You thought it was cool as shit. No, I thought it was funny. And the problem is like when WWF or E, whatever, when Randy Orton showed up and he had that song, like I hear voices, everybody's like, Oh, you love Randy Orton. I was like, Are you fucking for real? Like, no, I don't love fucking Randy Orton. Like, Get the fuck out of here with this shit. <laughs> like, I came up with this shit just to be fucking funny. Okay. I believe you. Yeah. No, you don't. I had yeah. shitty ones, too. Like, one of my first ones, probably around that same time, probably around 2000, was Coming On Crazy. Coming On Crazy? <laughs> and it probably says C-U-M. No, it wasn't. No. Sad. <laughs> oh, man, it should have been. That would have been fucking great. I mean, like, to be honest, out of all, like, every... Gamer tag or shit like that or email like AOL and shit like that back in those days. It was all like, I'm just going to fuck with the masses. I just have fun. Yeah, no one. It seemed like no one took it seriously. Like as it like there were never like you never like chose the email for like something that you were going to use later on for yeah, like not, business. Yeah, it's like <laughs> like you can't be like like I couldn't like. Get a job with the email coming on crazy. <laughs> exactly. Like, 21 years later, I can't be like, yo, what's your professional email? The voice is talking. <laughs> what? But no, I will say, and I will give a shout out to this. My boy Nate has the best Xbox gamer tag. Who is it? Available online. Oh, that's pretty good. And it's like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that's classic. That is fucking awesome as shit. Like, nobody else is going to have that because you'll have available online 19 fucking whatever like sure why is there so many numbers dude he's got the original one that's pretty good don't change that shit son yeah never lose it at least oh yeah no don't do that but yeah obviously gamer tags emails when you were a child it's spooky yeah very spooky <laughs> i want to hear some of your dumb I'm gonna be ass honest fucking with you. it's fucking frightening to like look back and like 
think about all the f- cringy, cringy shit we did back then. Okay, first off, in like the beginning of the internet, I don't think this shit was cringy for me because it was like <laughs> to me it was like I was always geared towards Steve. I'm just gonna have fun. It wasn't the voices talk to me. It was the voices. Yeah, D A <laughs> voices. Like I don't give a shit. Duh. What's up? How's it going? But it's like, okay. What, Steve, you have to admit that that's a little cringy. Come on. No, it's funny as shit. God damn it. What's like smoking with the Pope? Why would that's you a believe good one. I'm in religion? That's a good one. For Google and Hotmail. And, yeah. uh, no, Hotmail was, no Hotmail was around for sure. That was the cool kids email. <laughs> like nowadays, you think about like all the email addresses and shit, and people would be like, if you meet somebody that's like, oh, I'm at roadrunner.com. I'm like, God, God damn it. The hell? I mean, it's the same use, as still using, still using Ash Jeeves and shit. I think it's funny as shit that like we're on a Fear for Range episode talking about .com <laughs> fucking emails. Like, I don't know how we got here. We're going to play this game, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happens when you just start talking shit. Now, I'm going to pivot. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, I don't have any stories, any personal stories. Anything spooky happened to you in the past month? No, God. like not spooky. Just like, I guess you could say... Made me think about like the past, but not spooky. It wasn't like I saw a goddamn ghost in my kitchen chilling. You well, know, what I the, mean, that's kind of what I was looking for. To no, you know the craziest thing that happened to me recently? What? And it's not spooky. And you're going to laugh at this. Not everybody else laughs at this. That's rude. Don't be burping the fucking mics. <laughs> but you know how you have dreams? Yes, and I like, know how we have dreams. Yes. And you wake up and you're like, motherfucker, dude. Sure. Like, did you see the shit that I put on Facebook the other day? No. So here's what happened. So I went to bed, took a time all PM, shit like that. And it was like 9.30 at night because I got to wake up at like fucking between 5.30, 6 in the morning for work. But I always have problems staying asleep. Time all PMs, you know, I'll wake up and I'll go back to sleep. But at 11.30, I woke up. But right before I woke up, I was having this fucking dream. And for some reason, there was garlic bread hanging over my fucking bed. And in my dream, I was like reaching up and eating it. And I was like, dude, this is awesome as shit. Was Nicolas Cage around? No. I'm a vampire. No. My buddy says, oh, are you trying to ward off vampires? No, nah, man. I was just dreaming about garlic bread and I don't know why. I mean, shit is tasty. But I woke up at 1130 and I looked at the clock and then I looked up and I was like, God damn it. There's no fucking garlic bread. <laughs> so I was like pissed off and I was like, this is bullshit. I want some garlic bread. I was like, this is a great idea. You know, like, Oh, well, that's only telling you the next time you go to the fucking teeter, get some fucking garlic butter. Mm-hmm. No garlic bread, not garlic butter. Why? You can make your own garlic bread. Yeah, but it's still like, I want it hanging, like eating like in my dream. Like this, like That just sounds dream, like a million dollar idea. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. In my dream, garlic, it was like. Texas toast on a string. Yeah, like in my dream, it was like. The Roman Empire, when motherfuckers feeding grapes and shit to people, sure. that's how it was. It was just garlic bread just hanging there, and I was like, dude, this is awesome as shit. I mean, that's pretty dope. And then I woke up mad as fuck, like, this is bullshit. Garlic bread is the best bread. You have any, you have any dumb dreams lately? No. Okay. Yes, but I can't remember them. Ah, see, um, they say you dream every night, and I think it's bullshit. I've had a lot of murderous dreams. What? You know, does that ever happen to you? Do you ever have, like... A dream where you murder like somebody? sprees, not even just one dream, just like sprees of dreams where you're just like killing mass amounts of people. Do you know the people you're killing? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's cold-blooded. 
Who I'm are not they? going to kill them. I just like sometimes I have dreams where I fucking end up like if you ever had a dream. Who are they? This is the most fucked up dream I've ever had, and it's stuck with me for years. I had a dream where, like, a like a masked killer was like killing like all my friends and like family members and shit. And at the end of the dream, who was the fucking person under the mask? You, me. <gasps> How does that work? I don't really know. But it fucking scared the shit out of me. Yeah. So what kind of mask was it? I am the killer. It was a scream mask. All right. Way to be fucking. Well, that's one of my favorite movies. It makes sense. Okay. I'll give you that. If it was me, it'd be a Michael Myers mask. (laughs) Sure. That'd be fucking hilarious. Just walk around Michael Myers mask. Of course, like, let's be honest. My mentality, the way I am. If I had a Michael Myers mask, I wouldn't be murdering people. I'd be just scaring the shit out of you. Just peeping around corners and shit like, hey. It's a good costume to scare people, let's be honest. Yeah, but... Ghostface, not so much. Yeah, Ghostface is like, what the fuck is that shit? I'll beat the shit out of you, son. Like, because guess what? In every Scream movie, it's been just a normal fucking human being under that mask. Not somebody that's possessed by Satan. Yeah, not someone being controlled by the curse of Thorn. Yeah. And raping their cousins. Or somebody that sleeps in leaf piles and lakes and then wakes up every now and then because he hears sex noises. That's true. He is really good with a harpoon gun, though. Oh, yeah. For a guy that probably never shot one first time, guess what? First shot? I should probably mention this again because it bothers me so much. I don't understand why there's so many harpoon guns on a fucking lake, but I just got to get that out there. Sometimes you got to get them catfish. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's just throw it that way. Like, And then that's how Phil turns us back to killing fucking children. Because that's what I do. I have never killed a child ever. Have I thought about it? Sure. Oh, we talked earlier about you killing children, and it happened. Chillin? Yeah, chillin. <laughs> chillin. Little bastards. Like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Guess what? The kids you killed, they I've were never bastards. killed a person in my life. That was alive. I did not <laughs> kill that woman. <laughs> Yo, Phil Clinton, what's up? <laughs> mm. I don't even, what, what are we fucking doing here? We're just having a blast. Oh, yeah, the fucking hook man. The hook you know man. why I picked this story? I don't know why you picked it. When I was probably, for those who don't know, Steve's what, you're what, 10 years old than me? Around 8, 10 years old than me? You'll be how old this year? 32. Uh, I'll be 41, so yeah. So like nine years. Not nine. Let's just say nine. Two months. <laughs> okay. 9.2, son. Okay. 9.2, son. God damn. Might be 9.3. I don't know. It sounds better with that point. But... When I was probably around, I don't know how fucking old it was. Let's just say like eight or nine. I was staying over. I was, <laughs> I was <laughs> staying over at the Tinsley's house with Caroline, and we made a fort underneath a table, the dining room table. Oh yeah. Do you remember this? I remember the table. Do you remember coming underneath our fort and telling us the Hookman story? Oh, that was me. Yeah, y'all was drunk as fuck. <laughs> I'm sure you <laughs> like, were drunk as fuck. I was probably drunk as hell, like, ah, uh, I'm gonna fuck with him. But I think that might have been the first time I've heard the story, which is why I picked it. Was this it a week. decent story? I mean, no, the Hookman story is kind of garbage. Let's no, be no, no, I'm talking about the one I told. Like, no, you told the classic Hookman story. Oh, okay. So it was like actually me telling a decent, like, yeah, yeah, it was like what, a normal, like, it wasn't just, a drunk, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. No, like, no. Next thing you know, a dinosaur no. showed up in this fucking story. Is it like me and Caroline were hanging out underneath the table? You come underneath, tell us the story, and then you leave for some reason. Probably went to get another beer. Who fucking knows? Like I said, okay, look, for everybody that's listening to know this, 
the age gap between us. I was friends with Caroline, the girl he mentioned, her older sister and older brother. So I was always over there. I mean, their parents, pretty much the couch in the fucking computer room was labeled Steve's couch. Yeah. So I was like always over there. So don't act like I was just hanging out with some random kids under a goddamn kitchen table. Like, hey, everybody. He touched us. No, I didn't. <laughs> call a goddamn please. You're like that. Please call a goddamn. Let's, no. But yeah, we've known each other for many years. Like, put it like this. I'd go to that house to hang out and we play N64 and we would disconnect Phil's controller from the fucking system while we're playing the goddamn wrestling game. And then Phil would just stare at us. And then we'd plug it back in because this yeah. little like nine-year-old kid looked like he was going to stab everybody. I had a blade. You probably did. I did. It would have been awesome if it was in like your little shoes. My dad gave it to me. So your dad started this shit early. Yeah. Always carry a blade, son. No one even stab a bitch. Like what? Pretty much. But that's the thing. Like, I don't, honestly, I don't even remember going under that. I'm sure you don't remember it because it wouldn't be anything you should remember. I don't even know why I remember it. It was like, I think I remember it just because it was such a weird thing that happened. Like, like, just like some dudes would be yeah, like, hey man, like, let me tell you a fucking Literally just story. like hanging out and then because, some like I mean, grown ass man fucking comes underneath the table. Well, obviously you think about it. It's like when you're a kid and you make like the pillow forts, let's say, or you put a tent in the backyard and shit like that. And you tell ghost stories. Sure. Y'all had to be doing something to that. Oh, yeah, of course. And yeah. I was like, oh, y'all want to tell ghost stories? All right, let's fucking do this. And uh, the hook man, like, the hook man story is fucking janky as shit. It is. Now, I never looked into this story, <clears throat> but I did for this episode for you guys. You're welcome. Yay. Um, turns out. <sighs> it happened. No, it didn't. No. It's a fictional story. Now, it's a fictional story. Now, why I want to do an episode is because it, it is a fictional story, but it does have... It seems like it might have been inspired by something that actually happened. Well, aren't most of these stories... Kind of, like... This one's this one's even a little more shaky than the ones that we've talked about. Oh, like, sweet fucking... So, I do want to talk a little bit about the origins of it. So, no one knows exactly where this story came from. I bet you I know. It was probably an asshole on a fucking pirate ship. Because of the hook hand? Yep. <laughs> I That's what I'm going with. <laughs> it's not he, Captain Hook. I didn't it's say not goddamn Captain, Captain Hook. He could have been the first mate. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's like, to me, like, when I was looking into the story, it kind of dawned on me. is like, why did an escaped inmate have a hook hand? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? because he didn't have a goddamn real hand. Okay, then why did they give him a hook hand? I don't know. I mean... I didn't get that prosthetics. Seems, all I'm saying, like, that seems dangerous, son. You think they would have given him, like, a mannequin hand, you know, like, just... But anyways, that, like, the hook hand story is a fictional story. And the first, I think, like, the first publication of it was a Dear Abby. Do you know Dear Abby? So was somebody like, was having sex with a hook hand. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? In Dear Abby, like, you go to Life Choices or something? Well, Dear Abby was a column. Like, yeah. I'm, I, like I think there was, like, a bunch of different shit. Stuff like that, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, and it's very short. I'm going to read it for you. This is the actual publication. Uh, Dear Abby, if you're interested in teenagers, weird, you will print this story. <laughs> what? I don't know whether it's true or not, but it doesn't matter because it served its purpose for me. A fellow and his date pulled into their favorite lover's lane 
to listen to the radio and do a little necking. A little neck in my ass. <laughs> the music was interrupted by an by an announcer who said there was an an escaped convict in the area who had served time for rape and robbery. He was described as having a hook instead of a right hand. The couple became frightened and drove away. When the boy took the girl home, he went around to open the car door for her. Then he saw a hook on the door handle. I will never park to make out as long as I live. I hope this does the same for other kids. Jeanette. Mm. This was in 1960. Jeanette started this shit. That is the first known publication of this story. I, I feel like Jeanette's full of shit, and she should feel bad they stole somebody's hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was just asking for directions. Come on, bro. Yeah, like, what's up? Maybe he was just, like, walking in the car. You got him. But what if, what if... Jeanette made this shit up and sent it to dear fucking Abby. And it was like her just trying to punk dear fucking Abby. It could be. I mean, it's clearly fucking made up. Yeah. I mean. It's like the hook for hand thing is, come on, bro. Like, obviously, would have been really great if Jeanette wrote dear Abby. It was like, I got this husband that's got a hook hand and he's trying to fucking finger me. But he's (laughs) trying to send the hook in. Like, what do I do, dear Abby? That's like Like, some Texas chainsaw shit. That would have fucked Dear Abby up because she'd have been like, yo, how do I answer this shit? But Jeanette seems to be like trying to play it off on someone else. Like, oh, I was told this story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it straightened me out. I'm never going to neck on Lover's Lane again. Bullshit. She probably didn't neck shit. She probably was fucking balls deep in her mouth the next week on little fucking Tommy whoever. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm. I'm not going to disagree with you. At least, like, at the bare minimum, she's like, we're not going to stop. I'm just going to road dome you until yeah. you fucking get off. And, and, you know, maybe this story started because it was supposed to scare kids from not doing shit, you know? Maybe, yeah. Like, oh, if you go to, like you said, quote, unquote, lover's lane, or you go wherever to make out... So dude with a hook gonna show what the fuck? I mean, like, like we all know, like there's lovers, like quote unquote lovers lanes all over the fucking country. Yeah. Like every like every fucking town has this spot. Um now n- looking into this story, something came up that actually pissed me off because like I think I actually saw this story in scary stories to tell in the dark, I think the first time. Like, you know, the, yeah, yeah, the know. short story that, publication. That shit was awesome. Um, by uh, Elvin Schwartz. Yeah. What pissed me off is, like, I saw the Dear Abby post, and then I looked at Elvin Schwartz's story. Uh, dude didn't change anything. He just took that the whole The only thing, thing he did, he took this almost exact fucking post. The only thing he did was add dialogue That's between the couple. That's it. Okay, I don't want to... Granted, I just said that's fucked up, but then again, I mean... No, that is fucked up. That's crazy. But he wrote that book with a bunch of school stories, but did he really have to credit Jeanette, you know? or I'm not saying he had to credit Jeanette. I'm just saying, like, he literally put zero work into it. That's all I'm saying. Well, now, guess what? The story didn't change at all. It was it's the exact same fucking thing. goddamn stories, because I want to know about the one about... The lady that ate the toe in the soup. 
Is this shit real, son? But here's the thing. I started looking up the Hookman because I wanted to do an episode on it. Now, when I started researching it, I realized, like, they're actually... That's kind of it. Yeah. There is no more it's always to this story. To but, and listen, we all know that um, from that moment forward, there has been movies that have been based on that story. Like, yeah, but we you all know the problem with like this? Like, the most famous one being I Know What You Did Last Summer. Okay, he was the Gorton's Fisherman. Yes, but it's it, like it's based on that, right? So, like, it's based on this story. The hook. Yes. But I just want to say, I'm calling, this is all fucked up. Because you based this story, and you've been picking on a disabled person for years. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, basically, yes. Yeah. Like I said, like this story doesn't hold much in reality. No. But it it got me thinking, like the whole like lovers lane aspect. I was like, why does that stick with us so much? Like, why does that? Why is that so visceral for like us? I said, it's it's to scare kids. From not doing shit before marriage. Sure, but it got me thinking. So I started like going down a little bit more of the rabbit hole, and it seems like this story might be inspired by something that actually did happen back in the 40s. Something had to happen to make something of this, you know? So there was a string of murders called the Texac- Texacana murder- Moonlight Murders. Texacana Moonlight Murders. <laughs> It's a Say mouthful. That fast. <laughs> it's a goddamn mouthful. Yeah, you're about to get that. Okay. What? So, it seems like every site kind of says the same thing. So, there was eight victims, five yeah. deaths. Um, the first two got away. Um, so, a couple stops to fucking, you know, smash out. Smash out. <laughs> Dude, like, cheeks, son. basically, like, okay, so a fucking dude brings, I can't remember exactly what happens, but, like, dude brings him out, dude gets his skull cracked. God damn. Tells the girl, like, is struggling with a girl, tells the girl to run. Like, hold on, hold on. The boyfriend tells the girl to run from no, the no, killer. No. The killer tells the girl to run. She starts booking. He's a nice guy. The killer fucking books it after, you know. I guess like he a likes challenge. Uh, takes her down because she's an eels. <laughs> takes yeah. her down pretty fast. The boyfriend, not dead, gets up, actually pulls like gets up someone else's attention, like a passing like a passerby. Yeah, killer runs away. These two survive. They're fucked up, you know, but they're fine. My dude's got a crushed skull. Yeah, apparently the girl said it was so loud she thought it was a like gunshot. His skull cracking. You know what though. I wonder if they got married or she was superficial and was like, oh, you got a deformed head now. I can't date you. <laughs> like, damn, son. Look, bitch. She's like, it's fucking rude. There's people like that out like, there. Like, I saved your goddamn life. Yeah. Like, no. Nah, you're going to be sitting on this deformed head. Like, what? Whoa. Now, the next four people, not, not so, so lucky. lucky. Do perfect this craft. All got killed. Now, me. like, how they died. Like, they all got shot by a 32. Jesus. So this dude was like, he didn't go for choking. He didn't go for no. hooking. None of that shit. He was like, oh, fuck it. Now, the, the first couple said he, that he was wearing a mask. He was wearing, I think they said like a white mask with the eyes and mouth cut out. Michael Myers. And he had a, he had a gun. Ends up being a thirty two. Yeah. Um, 
like I said, the next four people are dead. The last two victims doesn't don't actually seem to be victims of the same killer. Like I think what was going on in Texarkana, Texarkana, whatever the fuck it's called. They couldn't uh, decide if they want to be Texas or Arkansas. Well, they're in fucking okay. Texas. Yeah, I no. guess it's like <laughs> on that border area. <laughs> um, but it seems like the last two victims actually aren't of the same person. Um, it was a like a copycat killer. I don't know. Like they said, Texarkana is was already a shitty place. Like yeah. it wasn't like a nice idyllic small town. Like it, they, I think they called it Little Chicago. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, I think just because it happened around the same time that it kind of got lumped in with it because it was an, a, a little bit older of a couple and it was a 22 and they were in their house. Yeah. So a dude got shot with a 22 through the window. The wife comes in. She gets shot twice in the mouth. God damn. She lives. Husband. I think it was husband and wife. Husband dies. Hold on. She husband lives. got shot where? I think he got shot in the chest with the twenty-two. She got shot twice in the mouth in and the mouth lived. and lived. Actually, the bullet got lodged under her tongue. That's fucking like two times in the mouth and you lived. Yeah. Again, like it doesn't match up with the other killings. Yeah. So it seems like that it's a different person, person altogether. altogether. Now, um, I can't remember how exactly this happened, but like this lady gets like they like the police like don't really know what to do and the town doesn't really know what to do. Yeah. Like because like this all happened around the same time, like people are starting to like stay in this hotel called the Grim Motel. Wow. <laughs> Good yeah. name. You should have said motel six. Yeah, to like protect themselves. Like people are buying guns. They're like locking themselves in the fucking house. Yeah. Like mass hysteria. So, like, apparently, like, cops were, like, starting to, like, dress like teens to, like, try to, like, catch this killer. Jesus Christ. And somehow they get, um... Chris Hansen. <laughs> he showed up. And he was like, yo, I'm here Dateline NBC. <laughs> I got this middle of the photo with your name on it. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can see all the people, like, obviously, mass hysteria. If this was, like, what you said in the 40s. Yeah, 46, I, I believe. I could, I could see, like, the mass hysteria and shit like that, but then my thing with this is everybody's losing their shit, and if it was, like, all they had was somebody with a hook hand, what if old Bill down the road had a goddamn hook hand because he chopped his hand off in a fucking There's tractor a accident? Like, there is no hook in this story. Oh, okay. So, like, the only connection it seems like between the stories is this seems to be, at least in the U.S., yeah. Seems to be the maybe I don't know if it's the first, but it seems like the first like well known like lovers lane killer. Yeah. In the US. But it's like, what does the hook gotta do with it? You're picking on the same Again, people. like <laughs> I think <laughs> that's I think the hook end thing was just pure fiction. Yeah. Like it was like a device for the story. So like when the dude gets out of the car, the hook's on the fucking you know car handle. You know what I mean? Funny. I'm gonna be an asshole for saying this. But what if it was somebody that was missing, like, a hand, right? But let's say he had, like, a mannequin hand. And when they got home, it was, like, a mannequin <laughs> hand. And they were, like, that's not dramatic It's enough. just, like, a rubber hand. It's, yeah. It's a wooden. It's turned to a hook hand now because it was, like. It's, like, Chubbs from yeah. Happy Gilmore. 
The fucking hand don't fucking do shit. Like, what is this shit in my car? It's a fucking wooden hand on the side of the car. <laughs> and you know what? It's funny that the Fear for Brains episode is the hook man. And we just did Maniac. Because all I'm thinking about is Maniac when he was sitting outside the car like... <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's actually part why I did the hook man. Because we just did Maniac. And it's definitely like... Has like the lover's lane aesthetic to the movie. Yeah, I mean, I like I honestly believe like the Hookman bullshit. It's all just made up, for sure. But it did get me like reading about the Hookman and kind of like where it might have came from. It started making me like think about that because like in pop culture, at least in like pop culture horror, like that's a main staple. Oh yeah, I mean Candyman had a fucking hook for you sure. Know? Like a hook is. Hook for hand, like the lover's lane angle, like even in like reality, like not only in, uh, I mean this, the, um, Texarkana Moonlight Murders, like he was called the, uh, Phantom Killer or Phantom Slayer. Yeah. Like, so you have that, but you also have the Zodiac Killer, which did the same thing. You have the Son of Sam, which did a similar thing as well. Like, this is something that has been going on. At least after this, like, I mean, we're talking about, what, 60s through 80s? Yeah. The Monster of Florence is another one. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Like, it's. it seems like it's such an easy way to prey on your victims. What, a hook? Or no, just lane. like Lover's Lane. Like, yeah. you're secluded. Most likely, there's no one else around. Yeah. If you're just trying to kill a couple people, you have no real preference. You just want to murder. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... You know, I mean, granted, like what you said with that, it's like the way I look at it, you tell the hook story to like your kids and shit like that to like, don't do no premarital bullshit. And it's like, what does it matter? You know, like it, it's kind of progressed from something really happened to this make believe bullshit. Yeah, like a cautionary tale kind yeah, of bullshit. Yeah, like don't do this because guess what? Yeah, but like it didn't work. Like we no. all did this shit. Everybody was like, man, fuck you, man, because. People in general, they like to go the route of danger. Like, yeah, you know, there's a little danger. It's like, all right, let's do this, man. Let's go. Danger makes my dick hard. <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck? Well, guess what? That's a lie, folks, because we had a fire in the apartment a few weeks ago. Yeah, when the fucking girl says there might be someone outside, I'm hard as a goddamn rock, son. <laughs> I'm gonna poke this motherfucker. If there's a hook attached to my car, I'm coming. Yeah. Uh uh. <laughs> And that's the thing, it's like these cautionary tales that make people be like, you better behave and shit. And it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Dear Abby, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Dear Abby, suck these balls. Yeah, suck on these nuts. <laughs> but it's like, I even said, like, earlier this week, I was talking to a coworker of mine, and I was like, you know what? I was like, it kills me that guys, like, of our age, that we have daughters and shit like that. And you got all these fucking silly rules and shit like that. And it's like, what asshole were you? As a fucking teenager, then you got to impose this shit. Oh, yeah. What kind of piece of shit were you to, like, impose these insane rules on your daughter? Exactly. Like, if you were a good dude and shit like that, and you valued her and all that, you wouldn't have these fucking dumb rules on your fucking child. Respect and, you know, trust your fucking daughter. And I think that's where the hook man came from. These motherfuckers do dirty shit, and all of a sudden it's like, yo, there's a fucker in the hook. Like, hold on. Who's believing there's this motherfucker in a hook that hangs out at Lover's Lane? Well, guess what? We ain't going to Lover's Lane. We're going over here to fucking 
The goddamn Dollar General parking lot we're going to make the fuck out. Yeah, like, but the thing is, real appears. life has proved that it's not that incorrect. Killers will go to these places and will kill these people. Yeah, because they know motherfuckers are going there for that reason. Absolutely. Now, granted, I know there's lover lanes around and shit like that. I don't think they're as predominant not anymore. as they used to be. No, not at all. You know, this used to be a 50s, 60s. Maybe thing. in small towns, but definitely not in, like, areas where we grew up. Yeah, in towns that John Cougar Mellencamp sings about. Yeah, but where are these assholes fucking popping up, man? They're usually small towns. Yeah. Like, are you fucking for real? Like, Although, like, a lot of these people are were actually in, like, the West Coast. So, like, we're all right. Well, you think about it. You go to Lover's Lane. You're like, all right, there's woods right there. But, like, guess what, girl? What's going to happen first? This dick's going to penetrate or the hook man's going to get us? Like, what? We're on a timetable here, girl. Well, also, like, if I think more like the cautionary tale for me, at least, is like, if you think someone's out there, They're fucking out there. leave. Yeah, just go somewhere else. Don't, like said, don't be like, oh, let me go check it out. Go fuck yourself. Like, let's be honest. If you want to get your fuck on, who said you got to go to Lover's Goddamn Lane? You can go to the fucking parking lot of goddamn Carabas Italian Grill. I mean, and fuck this shit. That's I true. Mean, I mean, you have matter? like you have a point. Like, the, like as far as my knowledge goes, like this doesn't really exist anymore. No. Like, why do you got to go to this secluded place? Like, that's how I see it now. And that's the thing. It's like these cautionary tales that have progressed and morphed into this bullshit. Stop it. I agree. Like, I, like I agree that it's kind of. It is a little bit of bullshit, but at the same time, like you look at like a lot of serial killers and they're preying on these areas. Yeah, but wh- why couldn't you just tell the story of that motherfucker and not the hook hand? True, I feel like that's way more scary. I mean, yeah, it's way more scary because that shit happened. <laughs> exactly. It's like you said earlier. I know what you did last summer. The Gorton's fisherman, in my eyes, he's wearing the fucking slicker. Yeah. All I think about him is. If you don't eat these goddamn butterfly shrimps, I'm going to fucking come after well, you. Well, not only that, that was like a strip revenge story. He yeah. was getting revenge, homie. Yeah, like these motherfucking kids fucked the him kinda up. Kids kind of deserve this shit. And I, I think it would have been a better movie. Not saying it was a bad movie, but I think it would have been better if it was all about they didn't want to eat butterfly shrimp <laughs> or shrimp or scallops. Bubba Gump. He was like, I'm out to get you, motherfuckers. <laughs> it was fucking Forrest Gump the whole time. Like, all they had to do. Who the fuck hit somebody and they're like, yo, we ain't calling the cops. Like, nah, dude. Like, just be honest. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Like, the hook hand story spawned, like, a bunch of movies that were inspired by it. But also, the Texacana fucking Moonlight Murders actually (laughs) also spawned a bunch of movies as well. What what other movies? Uh, I can't remember the fuck it was. Uh, The Town That Never Sleeps or something like that. It's been. Uh, I don't even know if I've even heard of that shit. Oh no, the town, the town that dreaded sundown. That's what the fuck it was called. That there was, was two. Movie. There was one in the seventies, and then one in two thousand fourteen. Oh, the movie we just talked about, Maniac. They had a fucking well, redo yeah, with Elijah ex- Wood exact- recently. Yep. Like, which makes sense. I don't mm-hmm. know if I can see Frodo killing people, but uh, I think Elijah Wood's fucking great. Oh yeah, he's, he's a great actor. He's fucking great. But it's like, oh um, shit, son. And because we just watched Maniac, it made me realize, like, oh, this has been something that's been talked about for decades and decades. Oh, yeah. But you think, also, if it was really going on at Lover's Lane all the time, once the first killing happened, people would not go back. 
You think, but I mean, that's not really true. You let enough time pass, and it doesn't even have to be that long a fucking time. Like, people months. will fucking go back. It's like, yo, no, y'all better make Lover's Lane 2, and then we'll move to Lover's Lane 3. <laughs> and keep you know, moving like, locations. Keep fucking changing that shit around. Like, yo, this shit's wild. Like I said, like, you would think that, but it's just not the truth. Like, as people, we're creatures of habit. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, and I'm sure you too, yeah, we ain't got to go to Lover's Lane, man. We can, we can get balls deep wherever. Yeah, I'll get my dick sucked in a fucking driveway. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've always said, like, dudes take women out to dinner, steak dinners and shit like that, pay 50 bucks for dinner and expect some sex. Yo, ladies, you can take me to Taco Bell and get me a dollar fucking soft taco. I'll put out, man. What's That's up? That's true, man. You know, like I got I, you, homie. <laughs> I ain't picky. You can buy me some Wrigley Spearmint gum. But actually, like I'm glad you brought up like Killer Clowns too. It's like it, it's it was so easy for me to forget like how prominent this idea was. It's been in a shitload of yeah. movies, man. So many, and that's what I say. It's just yeah, it's been in pop culture for decades, decades upon decades. Yeah, it's and a lot of I don't want to say a lot, but. Some horror movies, that's what the catalyst is. That's what starts it. Sure. Lover's Lane. You know? And I mean, granted, it builds a great story. Not let go of this disabled motherfucker with a hook hand. Like, <laughs> stop thinking like, disabilities. I think that's what's blowing my mind the most because the original story of the hook man is so short and dull that it blows my mind that it spawns so much after it. Yeah. It's like, what if the original story, what if there was a dude with a hook hand? And let's say he just happened to be stumbling through the woods. He was hungry, homeless. Maybe he was a Vietnam vet. Well, obviously, he was in the 40s. He was a World War II vet. You know? And he's like, oh, shit. You know? And he just hit the doorknob, and they drove the fuck off. It won't. They were fucking. They probably got done fucking before he showed up. Now he's just missing a hand. Yeah, you know? Like, you fucking ungrateful pieces of shit. Insensitive bastards. Well, that's the thing is like you stole homie's hand. Well, none of it really makes sense. Let's be honest. The no. whole story makes no fucking sense. No. Why would you ever silly. give like a convict a fucking hook hand? That doesn't make any fucking sense. No, you, I, I look at it like this. I mean, obviously, if that's all you had in that day and age was a hook hand, you get a hook hand. What do you mean? You just give him nothing. But my problem. What is are you this. talking about? True that too. <laughs> but also, if he had a hook hand, and. He went back to civilization. You can have a stuffed animal hook in if you want. That'd be funny. See a little teddy bear. (laughs) But the thing is this. When he hooked the doorknob of the original story and they drove off, when you heard this dude yelling. Well, that's part of the story. Not that it would hurt, but it would be like, yo, you got my fucking hook. Well, we all know that part of the story where the fucking, the girl hears some scratching on the fucking door. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, mm -mm. scary stories in the dark, son. Yeah, apparently. I would. Now, I would like to know how many scary stories did he rip off motherfuckers. It blew my mind when I read the story. I was like, wait. Because I did, like I had just read the fucking Dear Abby story. Yeah. And then I read the scary stories to tell in the dark. Literally the same fucking thing. Like, except for, like, a little bit of added dialogue. Like That's you it. motherfucker. Like, you just ripped that story What's his name? Alvin Schwartz? Yeah. You're a piece of shit. No, I'm <laughs> joking. I don't know how many he did, though. Like, that's to me, saying. like, I read that, and I was like, wait, is he just ripping off people's fucking stories? And that's what I'm saying. It's like, all the stories he did. I want to know about that one story that had, like, retired Alty Walker. <laughs> like, what story did you rip off on that, bitch? Like, maybe he didn't. Maybe, maybe he, he didn't. Just, 
Maybe it was just that one. Like it's literally coincidence. The the sh- short story, quote unquote, it's really like a flash short story. That's it's literally like a paragraph. Yeah. So it was like maybe he didn't rip shit up. Maybe he didn't know. No, it uses the same verbiage. It's the look, same fucking story. Look, I am 40 years old, and Scary Stories Telling the Dark was awesome when I was a child. I'm going to defend no, him uh, a little bit. I will say, I like, like, the. I think there's a few volumes of it. I think they're really good. I think there was two. There's two or three. Yeah, so, I think it was Scary Stories Telling the Dark, and it was more Scary Stories Telling the Dark. It could be. Um, I like him too, but like when I read his version of, he called it the hook. Yeah, um, the exact same fucking thing, completely ripped off. But then again, let's be honest: did he really rip it off, or was it just throughout these years? It's like, yo, it's just a goddamn story. I think what bums me out is it's so lazy. It's can, the can, exact I, like it's almost the same wordage, just with a little bit of dialogue mixed in. Well, little Donna said, like, basically, Donna? yes, that's exactly what the fuck it is. Yeah, I think so, it was just a bummer to like see how lazy it was. Ah, like, uh, like, you, you lazy fuck. Like, mother, I hate you. You've ruined my childhood, son. <laughs> and guess what? You were a good part of my childhood and you ruined it. But yeah, I know this isn't like a crazy one. I just, it was just interesting to me. Oh, dude, it was, it was funny because. Like I told you earlier, how the fuck you remember me ever coming under the goddamn table well, telling you a like, goddamn hook, man? To me, it was more like the stars align. Like, I remember you telling that story. We just fucking did an episode on Maniac. But I did not diddle him under a goddamn table, so don't <laughs> let him fool you. He did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm not a priest. He touched my ankles. <laughs> touched my ankles. <laughs> They were cankles because he's a fat child. <laughs> you he see a, how he treats me? He was a little fat fucking child and he had cankles. Piece of shit. <laughs> how am I being You going to make fun of my bull cut you. too? You're saying I touched you, you son of a bitch. How am I piece of shit? Rude. But yeah, man. Yeah, but this has been a good one, man. Uh, if you want us to go into more detail on other lovers lane, uh, let us know. I'll do more research. Yeah. Give us stories. Tell us. Tell us. Or Phil will show up at your house and kill you. No, it's, um, (laughs) you'll be an episode of fucking fear of brains. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, no, I'm actually, I'm really interested in these stories and I'm, I'm curious to see if anyone listening has any local ones that they can tell or like. Local ones, like, or, and then again, house evolved from the beginning to True. now. True. Like, actually, I didn't mention there, there are dozens of variations on this oh, story. Oh, dude, there's a shit there, there's, there's so many. Um, So, if you have any that you grew up with, uh, let us know. You can let us know. You can email us at uh, trashforbrains at gmail.com. That's trashferbrains at gmail.com. Yes. Or send us a message on Facebook. That's true. You can send us a message From on our Facebook Trash or, for Brains page. Yeah, Trash for Brains, or you can go on Instagram. Same thing. Any way you want to do it, if you want to let us know at a story about what we just talked about or something that you want me to research, you can contact us that way. Yeah, I'm with that. I would like to know more about this shit, you know? Yeah, like... Because I'm sure... Every state has their own fucking variation. Uh, I'm sure, and it it is interesting to see the kind of cross, like the crossroads of like fiction and nonfiction. Yeah, 
Anything else you guys say? Um, no. Fucking. But hate you. I'm gonna haunt you and your girlfriend with a hook. <laughs> God damn it. How about okay, that? guys. I appreciate <laughs> you guys listening. I hope you come back next time. I actually I actually had a really fun time with this one. Oh yeah, this was a good one. And I hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Come after Phil with a hook. <laughs> I fucking swear to God. <laughs>